Hello, welcome to episode 114 of Lunar Poetry Podcast. My name is David Turner. This is a special, as in out of the ordinary, episode. It's a lot shorter than normal and I'm posting it on its own rather than including it in a longer episode so that it's easier to find. One thing to bear in mind is that this episode is probably only relevant to artists and writers living in the UK or UK artists living abroad which is probably another reason to make it a standalone episode. At the end of April this year I met up with Gemma Seltzer at the London office of Arts Council England, or ACE for short, to discuss their new funding scheme, Developing Your Creative Practice, and how it differs from their more established project grants, or grants for the arts as they used to be known. Now I mentioned this in the conversation, but I think it's worth stating it here as well. This interview was arranged before I received my most recent batch of funding from the Arts Council and would have gone ahead even if that application had been turned down. The sharing of information and privilege is central to what I do as a producer of this series and I just wanted as many people as possible to be aware of this new funding and to have access to the same amount of knowledge as me. Hopefully the conversation is relevant to those who have never applied for funding from ACE and to those that are already familiar. I'm really pleased that ACE have put this new funding in place as it really simplifies the application process and removes the burden of projecting or predicting what kind of audience participation or interaction there may be. It seems as though it will allow applicants to focus on whatever will allow them to develop their creative practice. I've written a blog post to outline what I see as the main differences between developing your creative practice and project grants of which I've received three since 2016. You can read that post over at lunarpoetrypodcast.com where you can also find a transcript of this conversation. Alternatively, follow the links in the episode description. Hi there, I'm Gemma Seltzer. I work in the literature team of Arts Council England's London office. Um, I work a lot with artists and writers, supporting them to navigate their way through uh, Arts Council funding. I may well have already said this in the introduction, and as regular listeners will know, I have no idea what is going to happen with introductions, <laughs> and I'm constantly saying, you may have already heard this, but we today are meeting up to discuss the new uh, Arts Council England funding scheme called Developing Your Creative Practice. And I think we'll begin with, if you could just give us a brief description of what that is, and then we'll just we'll get into it from there. Absolutely, and thank you for having me today. Um, I'm really excited about this scheme. It's brand new um, and it's called, yeah, called Developing Your Creative Practice and it's all about the development of independent creative practitioners, so writers, artists and makers of all kinds. It's, as I say, it's a brand new scheme. It's about giving individuals the opportunity to uh, take time and space and identify what uh, support they need around them to really focus on their own creative development and take them to the next stage of their practice. Um, what's exciting about the, the fund is I think it's a great invitation for, yeah, for writers and artists to think about what they need. Um, it could be uh, applying for a period of time to write, to research, to travel, including you know, working, uh, yeah, working internationally um, and collaborating. It might be training, it might be developing new ideas, but there's a, a good invitation there for artists to think about what they need and apply for funding to support that. So... 
Who can apply for this new funding scheme? Artists and creative practitioners, so anybody who uh, considers themselves an artist. Um, I did notice, so you were kind enough to send me some links to some guidance forms that exist as PDFs which you can download and take away from the Arts Council website. Any links that we're talking about will be in the episode description, so you can just go down wherever you're listening, go down to the episode description and click on those links. Yeah, it, I noticed on one of the guidance forms that it said that applicants should have at least three years practice experience, i.e. not immediately out of education. So that seems like one uh, criteria that I hadn't noticed before from Arts Council applications. Yeah, um, I've been part of the team that's put together the application process and kind of guidance information and it's quite a simple application process and a simple application form but we have had to put in kind of some filtering and eligibility criteria. I think the criteria are, are pretty straightforward. You have to be an individual, you have to be based in England, have a UK bank account and be over 18. So uh, that is a lot of people. Uh, and then we say, yeah, three years creative practice outside of a formal education context. So that's really because as you build up a practice, you're kind of working out where you want to be with it. And we're looking, we think the fund is most suitable for those who are at a critical point in their career. They're ready to take the next step. They're ready to take a risk. Um, they've moved on beyond their kind of college or university practice and they're, you know, starting to, to try something new. So I think it doesn't mean people who have had a practice for a period of time and then might go back to college or studies. It can be kind of at any time. So three years of formal education at any point yeah. um, moving beyond that. And I'm assuming that you allow the applicant to define what those three years are there are and there's no fixed criteria there's no boxes to tick as to what those three three years equate to yeah exactly it's kind of a self-defining criteria and i mean each of the applicants or the applications will need to make their own case for funding and there's a section about your track record and your practice and that might be where you talk about you know what you what you've been doing and kind of the education uh, pathway that you've taken i think the the Three years of uh, creative practice outside formal education is interesting. It's so different in every art form. So it couldn't be that we had a blanket criteria that was for everybody. It's very different. Well, we know it's so different for writers and that pathway that you take compared to, you know, the formal education that happens in dance or music. So it's open enough, we hope, to be suitable for all different kinds of artists. As we discussed before I turn the microphones on, this conversation will hopefully help those that have previously applied for G4TAs or Grants for the Arts, which are now known as Project Grants through the Arts Council, those that have applied but not been successful, those who have merely gone on and witnessed what Grantium tries to do to you online and walked away from it, and those that are coming at it afresh. So if we just start from the very beginnings, you need to register a, an applicant account online. My one question about that was, if you've already registered before for other types of funding, does that mean you're already registered for yeah, this Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So if you're new to it, you'd have to register a profile on Grantium, which yeah. is kind of basic details about name and address. Um, so we know kind of where you're living and which area office might uh, look after your grant. So that's really basic. It takes... I think five day, five to ten days for that to be approved. So we always encourage applicants to allow enough time for that. I think, yeah, I think it said on some of the forms that even allow up to 15 days. And I think if you allow a fortnight for something, I think that's a really good, it's a good place to be. That you're not, don't do it on the Thursday and hope to be yeah. ready to go on a Friday morning. It's not going to happen. Yeah, we're here with the top tips. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. great. Just allow enough time so it's not stressful. But as yeah. you've said, I think if you've already got a Grantium profile set up, this is just another, another strand that you can apply for using that. 
and then the next step from setting up a, um, an applicant profile is then moving on to the application form itself. I noticed the difference between, so just as a, the listeners may not know, I've previously had three successful Grant for the Arts applications or awards from the Arts Council. I've had two refused, so I have a fair bit of experience of working mm-hmm. with Grantium and the way that the Arts Council award their funding. One thing that I really liked was that there is a breakdown of all questions for this particular strand of funding that we're talking about today. And whilst you still need to use the Grantium portal, which I know some people do have issues with, you at least get a complete breakdown of all the questions and you can actually go away and write a draft yourself, can't you? And that seems to have been quite a conscious decision to simplify this process and make it really clear as to how it's all going to work. Yeah, because it's it's public money and we, Arts Council, absolutely has a responsibility to ensure such a wide number of people are applying for funding. So both with our new project grants and grants um, and developing your creative practice, uh, there are these questions that you can download and start working your way through outside of Grantium because, as you suggested, that's you know that can be a place that you need to navigate your way through and what is useful when you start when you download the questions for developing your creative practice, you really see that there aren't very many. You know, there's a handful of questions. Is it maybe like only a third compared to yeah, the really. grants for the arts? And I think that is that is brilliant and so exciting. We did a lot of research about what other funders do and kind of what you know how you can serve kind of time and money poor artists um, and include as many people as possible. And it really is about simplicity and. Other funders were really confident that even with a more simple application form, you still get all the information that you need um, and you're still kind of fair and you're able to uh, scrutinise the detail. But it's just the invitation for more people to apply. So, yeah, there's like there's like five questions, I think, and they're all centred on, you know, what is it you want to do and why now? So it's, you know, I keep using the word invitation, but I think that's important. It's not trying to exclude anybody. It's trying to, you know, ask the right questions so people can really share their ideas. Now, a second top tip. Uh, along for, uh, <laughs> second from um, allowing yourself a fortnight to register your profile. I find it very odd. I sort of understand why, but Grantium works with a character count in terms of how much you can type in for your answers. And I'd see from this form that you've, or the Arts Council have handily suggested, approximately how many words this character count equates to. But people need to be aware that there is a, a character count and that character count includes spaces and punctuation, which was something that I tripped up on the first time I did an application because I didn't allow for spaces and punctuation to include as characters and I had to re-edit and I had to chop a lot out. This is just a practical point for people that may be coming at it for the first time because not everyone knows the solutions to this. If you're typing out your draft in Word, you can click down at the bottom of the form and change the word count to a character count. If you're not typing on Word, which I didn't for my first application, I downloaded in an app. I wrote my whole first draft of my first application on an iPad and I found an app which counted the characters as I typed. So there are manageable ways to make sure that you're heading in the right direction for the draft and not making extra editing work for yourself because it, um, it's a long enough or difficult enough process doing these forms for the first time without having to come back and change everything. Yeah. So I noticed also from the questions or the way that they're worded, there's also an emphasis on making sure that you are ready to apply because you're anticipating a lot of applicants for this new new form of funding. And uh, not only that, but there seems to be 
an emphasis on getting people to explain exactly why they need the funding now. Mm. So that seems to be quite a serious consideration that people need to spend a, a bit of time on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I feel that's really important. I think we know, we all know competition will be high. There's loads of brilliant artists out there who absolutely deserve time and space to kind of make their work. And uh, there aren't many funders who would just be able to offer you know, what this is, kind of a lump of money uh, for development of, you know, your practice. So we know the competition will be high and we know that it's intended for those who are at a critical point who can really make the most of the money. So the questions are about, yeah, why now? Which is, I mean, we should be asking that of ourselves all the time, like for everything we do, like why now? Why does it matter right now? And for me, that, that will hopefully act as a test, you know, for people applying. Is, is now the moment that I really need this money? So you can apply for between uh, two and £10,000. Is it going to make a significant difference? And can I make the case for it? Maybe there's an opportunity that's come your way, or you've reached a point where you're ready to change direction, or you want to kind of explore a new, new area of work and just need that maybe quiet and time and space. The other reason why now really matters is because applicants um, should be aware that we can only accept two applications to this fund in a 12-month period. So while it's open for four years with four rounds per year, there's kind of no rush to get an application in for the first deadline or even the second deadline. So you know it's going to be there for four years with four rounds, like when is your moment? Um, you know, you might be rejected in the first round, Maybe you don't come back in the second round, but you think actually maybe that wasn't the moment, maybe it's the next time. So we know that we'll be able to fund you know, a number of artists each year. There's 3.6 million every year, so hundreds of artists will be able to be helped, but it won't be everybody. So the, the why now question feels really vital. Can you make a good case that the moment is now for I think you? it's a really important thing to talk about, not because I would hate to put anyone off or make them feel nervous, but I think mm. it's really, it, you do have to consider when you're putting in these applications. And I think it's important to remember that, so there are going to be four application windows. Mm -hmm. The first was already gone, it was in, in May. The next one coming up is in the six, on the 16th of August, 2018. Then there'll be a, f a third window on the 14th of November, 2018, and then a fourth window, the 21st of February, 2019. And if you go through the guidelines and read them, which I highly recommend, there are some rules about if you have two rejections, you then have to wait a certain amount of time before you can come back and apply again. So you don't want to be coming in not ready. The reason we're having this conversation is because there's so many applications anticipated you're as an organization you're not going to be able to offer any one-to-one -one advice are you unfortunately um, and via social media you'll be able to find a lot of other artists that are offering guidance and advice because they know how hard it is to get through this process and how important it is that we all help each other and give each other a leg up so this section of this conversation is not to put anyone off it's just to highlight that take some time because yeah. there are more application rounds coming around. Exactly. And this fund is aimed at individuals. It's purely individual, so you're not competing with organisations. But that doesn't close the doors for project grants, which are also open to individuals. And, you know, again, I think it's a great opportunity for artists to work out where they are in their practice and what kind, what's the shape of the work that you want to do. You know, in really simple terms, if there is uh, any element of um, reaching an audience or engaging with members of the public, um, whether it's through readings or you know yeah, audiences, uh, readers, uh, then probably it's a project grant because there's a very clear outcome that will reach people, um, and the you know the beneficiaries of the project go beyond you.
And equally, on the other side, there's the developing a creative practice. If it is, if the main beneficiary is you, and it is about spending time, you know, thinking about your craft and thinking of maybe mentoring and thinking about networking or you know expanding what you're doing, then the creative practice grant is going to be the right one. So you can't apply for both at the same time. So again, the the why now and which fund? These are all good questions to ask yourself. So rather than kind of just quickly um, gathering together some information and putting in um, an application, it's worth thinking about, you know, what's the best route for you and where you are right now. I think I'll, what I'll do is after this conversation, but before this episode goes out, I think I'm going to write a small blog post, a short blog post about what the differences I've noticed between mm. the applications I've already done for the project grants that have been successful and unsuccessful and what I've noticed the difference between just briefly looking at this because I think it will help people just break down quickly which is appropriate for yeah. them. But I think two things that really stand out is one how this developing your creative practice fund seems more aimed at the individual and that their, their own development and there's less of an obligation on them to prove an outcome mm. and along the lines of audience impact and how how that's going to, what the outcomes, there's a lot of talk about what outcomes will be and that seems to have been shaved off of this process a bit. And secondly, how openly welcoming you are to projects that are happening outside of the UK. Yeah, so uh, this project, uh, so this fund doesn't replace the Artist International Development Fund because it's got a different criteria, but it does build on the legacy of it, I suppose. You know, there's so much value in individuals being able to take their their ideas or their you know performances and you know their books and their activities into other countries and kind of build up build up a market build up a network and uh, find people interested in what they're doing so definitely this fund uh, will support international travel and making connections abroad yeah so I totally agree with you that this uh, developing your creative practice takes away any of that public engagement stuff uh, and it's definitely the case that you know, the artists and writers that I work with will have a really great project and then realise that there needs to be kind of a public outcome. I mean, that's just the way, sadly, where the fund, that's how the National Lottery funding has worked. So there needs to be a public facing outcome. So we'd kind of smash on a couple of workshops or kind of add on some elements to make sure there was a public facing bit. Uh, and that can kind of work really well. It's a great opportunity to share your work, but it's not always what the artist wants to do. They're shaping their project in order to meet the criteria. So with the new fund, Developing Your Creative Practice, hopefully that kind of it streamlines it a bit. It's just about the idea. Like, what is it you want to do? You don't have to prove that it will reach an audience, you know, in the near future. And also you, it doesn't have any of the um, match funding element either, which again is another barrier for artists, particularly kind of a wide range of, uh, you know, diverse range of artists. Not everybody can get money from other sources. Where does that money come from anyway? So having to kind of secure that before you come in for funding or promise it before you come in for funding is a real challenge and a barrier. So this, you do in the application form for developing a creative practice, you do have to show a budget, show expenditure, what you'd spend the money on, but you don't have to uh, have an income strand. You don't have to show that there's other people supporting what you're doing or having any money from other sources. So it's purely funding, 100% funding to support what you want to do as an artist. That's exciting. Yeah, It's really exciting. And I, I've just become hyper aware of something that we were talking about off air was whether I need to give some sort of clarification as to this, this not being a commercial for the Arts Council because I have funding from the Arts Council. Um, this interview or this discussion was put in place before 
um, I got my last lot of funding and I would have done it had that application been rejected as well. I think now is not the right time to be picking apart any schemes and trying to find holes in it. I wanted this conversation to happen because I wanted to remain positive throughout it because there's £3.6 million a year available in lots of tiny relative, I mean, not to, not to me, £10,000 is not tiny to me, but in terms of the overall scheme, these are really small amounts of money which can do a, a huge amount of good to people's practice and to their careers. And I think it's just good at this point to remain positive and try and emphasise to people that they should have a go. I've met a lot of people in the last few years who have been completely terrified of um, approaching Grantium and I think some of those anxieties will still exist even with this funding. But hopefully if you can at least get in touch with us at Luna, I'll try and point you in, in the direction of some discussions that are going on already with artists and applicants about how to make that process easier. It's just that's a very lengthy discussion in itself and we don't have time for that now. Yeah. But criticisms of all of these schemes will come later on. I think that is just such a, a useful useful point to make right now because this is a, this is almost an experiment. This is brand new for the Arts Council to be doing something like this. Just this strand for individuals and the intention is it is as accessible and simple as possible. So you know we're going to be gathering data, we're going to see who who applies, who's successful, how far is it reaching. Like one of the reasons I wanted to have this conversation is because it's really important that we're we're talking about it and making it seem like a real thing for people like it's you know it's not until somebody you know gets funding that you start thinking oh actually it could be a possibility for me um, so this is really important to have yeah have this conversation uh, and also we're committed to just hearing from people and evaluating it and um, I think after 12 months we're having a full evaluation and just checking all the information but there's um, well you'll see online if you kind of have a look at the guidance material there's an invitation to kind of offer comments and feedback it's supposed to be a reactive, you know, responsive grant. It's supposed to be able to support people and the kind of work they want to make. So if it's not doing that, you know, we need to hear about it. So do get in touch, you know, directly with the Arts Council about yeah. this fund. And I think it's also important to remember if you don't feel like you can get in touch with the Arts Council straight away, try and get in touch with artists that yeah. are having these discussions online because there's a lot of help going on there. Yeah. And the final thing I wanted to say is if you feel like you can't apply, just remember that I felt like that a couple of years ago. And I don't have any background, formal background in literature. I served a carpentry apprenticeship. Plenty of people have heard me banging on about this, but <laughs> I served an apprenticeship as a carpenter. I have no formal background in literature. I failed my English literature GCSE, got thrown out of school and all of that lot. And now I'm running this podcast. I was very lucky to receive free lots of funding. And it's all been ploughed back into this podcast. And I only had funding accepted because I applied and I only applied because of support from people at the Arts Council and other artists so hopefully this conversation will make you feel as though you can uh, at least open the guidance PDF online. I don't know. <laughs> First um, step, yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, but yeah, any questions do get in touch with us or the Arts Council. Thank you very much Gemma. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. Hello. I really hope that this short introduction to developing your creative practice is helpful. If you have any questions, then do get in touch with me via the contact form on the podcast website or on Twitter at silent underscore tongue, and I'll try 
my hardest to answer any questions or at the very least point you in the direction of someone that can help. To summarise, do take a look at my blog post which outlines my experiences with asking for funding and get yourself over to the Arts Council England website and download the Developing Your Creative Practice Guidelines and Questions. Links to all of those things in the episode description. If you do apply, and I wish you the very best of luck, and do remember that if you feel in any way that you're not the kind of person that deserves this funding, then you are in fact exactly the kind of person that deserves it and that this funding is aimed at.